I'm Jim. And I'm Tuck. And this is Beer in the Heart of Texas. A podcast dedicated to reviewing the beers of Texas. Today for episode 8, we're reviewing two beers from Independence Brewing Company out of Austin, Texas. Native Texan Pilsner, followed by Stash IPA. Before we get to that, uh, we do want to make some announcements, corrections, apologies. Uh, no corrections for, for this time. Shocking. I know. Uh, but the we do have an apology, and that is basically to you, our listeners. We are sorry it has taken so long to get a new episode up and running. We are teachers. It we've, is the end of the school year. Yes, we've been tar- Well, we've been skipping. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been truant. Um, it's it's just been the end of the year. Ninety nine percent of our waking hours are spent just replying to emails about how I can bring my grade up. I have a student who has a five percent for the year. What can I do to make an A? And I'm like, I don't I invent the time machine and go back. I that's about all I have. But you useful. Yes. For the you get the good stuff. Uh what's going on? Other announcements? Well, we happen to be celebrating, hopefully you're celebrating, the uh we're right in the middle of American Craft Beer Week. Which, which I, I know you celebrate most every week. Uh, it's every week I celebrate. Uh but this week I'll celebrate extra. Okay. Yes. Sounds sounds wonderful. Uh, and Tuck, for that, what what have you been drinking? Actually, before we get to that, isn't there a listener we need to have a shout out for? Don't stop it. Let's just keep rolling. There is, there is. We recently uh, we heard from a, a good friend of ours, both of ours, that uh, he's he listens to the podcast and he, on in part at least, due to our recommendation, tried Daddy's Juice Box out of. Uh, what Tyler Texas yes, True one of our Brewing? It was early our episode three. three. Yes, episode early three. on, he tried Daddy's Juice Box and, and he really liked it. So that was uh, it was encouraging to hear. Yes, it was. Um, and I believe you just asked me what am I drinking? Yeah, what have uh, you been? Let drinking? me get my notes because I'm really excited about this. If you'll remember from he uh, is taking out a note. I, I am. That is my written, my teacher appreciation notepad that has my name on it. Yes, that's what we This got. is what they wanted me to use this for. Um, writing down beers. If you'll remember from our intro episode, so before even episode one, uh, one of my favorite beers is Blue Wing from Little Rock, from Flyway Brewery. Uh, blueberry style beer. Um, and I went up there and Flyway has recently... Uh, opened up a restaurant in Little Rock, uh, Argenta, North Little Rock, technically. Uh, they're very particular. If you, it's it's North Little Rock, not Little Rock, uh, where the the brewery is, and the restaurant is called Brewed and Barley. And so a couple of weekends ago, I was up there. I did try. They have a beer pairing, uh, four courses, and they pair beer with the food. And their their menu is exceptional, and their beer. Is very good. It's actually exceptional as well. I just didn't want to use the word exceptional twice. Um, it's actually the the breweries next door. They actually make different beers for the restaurant, um, and it was very good. That's exceptional. I, it was exceptional, and 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 if you're ever in North Little Rock, uh, you should definitely try it. Uh, do a couple, you actually go to North Little Rock on purpose? I do. I I uh, okay okay. Yes. Uh, Sounds very intriguing. Why don't they have one of these in uh, DFW? I wish they would have one. Uh, Let me tell you about a couple of these beers real fast. Okay. And uh, one of the foods that I had. Um, Foods? 
food, Go food. With it. It, yes. Uh, first of all, uh, with the first course, they had what they call a proper pills. Uh, it was a long pour. Uh, it was served in a proper pills glass, and it took about seven minutes to pour because they let it the foam die down naturally. Um, it was worth the wait. Uh, it was one of the best pills I've had. It was more of a bitter, uh, definitely a strong, stronger pills, more of a European style. And they also, I had a tamarind IPA, which was very interesting. Uh, it was a little spicy. More importantly, it was with one of the greatest foods I've ever had. It was, uh, this duck. was the main course? No, this was the appetizer. Oh. It was uh, duck wings uh, with a honey chili glaze. And I was in public and I still licked the bowl when oh I, I got them. It was that good. Uh, all the other, the, the, the main course was a Cuban sandwich with a heffy. It was delicious. Uh, the porter was exceptional. I highly recommend brewed and barley. Uh, flyway Brewing. Uh, but I've talked enough. What about you? What have you been drinking? I don't know, Tuck. I'm still working on you licking the bowl in public. I have no shame, and I don't care. It was that good. <laughs> well, a couple things. Uh, I want to start with uh, about two, maybe three weekends ago, my wife and I traveled up to, uh, to Fayetteville. My daughter is finishing up her sophomore year at uh, the U of A. And while we're up there helping her to move out, get her stuff moved back home, I heard from a friend that this uh, blueberry beer is something I ought to try. I'm the friend. Oh. Yes. And uh, it's called? Blue Wing. Blue Wing. It's outstanding. Excellent. I I'm really glad liked you liked it. it. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it up there as high on the list as you have it. That's Okay. But it was it was really really good. I still have one in the fridge. No, you can't have it. It's 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 that good. It's interesting. It's probably the way I would start. You don't expect to have a blueberry ale that being paired together. That uh, I've never had that before. The blueberry. I, it's it's probably an understatement to say it's very subtle. You definitely taste the blueberry, but it doesn't overpower the ale. It, it just works really, really well. And I didn't know what to fully expect going in, but it was it exceeded expectations. I'm glad you liked it, and I, I'm glad you... you and that's what I like about it, was the, the good mix of the, the two. Yeah, and, um, and just the unexpectedness. And maybe... Have you tried anything from Texas since this is not an Arkansas craft beer podcast? Well, you know, I have. My uh, my other daughter just recently graduated from Baylor, which, thank God, that's that's over. Um, yeah, those payments are done, going down to Waco. <laughs> but uh, my cousin from down in the Houston area stopped at B-52, um, and she brought up a couple beers. Is this your cousin who introduced... Us to Southern Okay, Star. I just want to be sure. Same cousin. She's a great cousin. She is wonderful. And uh, she's a friend of the podcast as well. So she brought up a couple beers to uh, my daughter's graduation. And one of them in particular. It's called... It's from B-52. It's called Schwartz Beer. It's a German dark lager. It is really, really good. It's... It's interesting, uh, Tuck. I don't know how many dark uh, German dark lagers you've had. They're not quite uh, stout dark, but they're dark, 
and they are full of, and just wonderful taste, wonderful flavor on the palate as it's going down, yet it's still very, very easy to drink. It's a great beer. Schwartz beer. I, I look forward, uh, you know, we just reviewed Southern Star, so it might be a few weeks, months before we head back to another Houston area brewery, but B-52 is one we should consider. I, uh, I definitely, definitely want to try it. You gave me one, so I'm looking forward. I believe tonight this is one of the beers I'll use to celebrate American Craft Beer Week. So thank you for this, and I'm looking forward to it. I do like the German dark lagers, so. Oh, good. Yes. Good. Tuck, could you tell us a little bit about Independence Brewing Company? Sure. Um, it was started in South Austin. In fact, it's still in the same place that it started. Uh, it has expanded, but it's still there uh, by a husband and wife team, uh, Amy and Rob Cartwright. It started in 2004, making it the second oldest craft brewery in Austin. Uh, Live Oak Brewing is the number one. Uh, I can't remember the exact dates, but it's it's been there for quite a long time. Right. The, the emails we received. Actually, let me interject. Uh, we went back and forth emailing their... Uh, Independence's uh, marketing director, Nick Hiller, and he was absolutely wonderful, great to work with, provided us just a, an extensive amount of information about the brewery. And so just want a, a huge thank you to Nick and uh, and just uh, Independence Brewing being well, very willing to work with us. Yes, we do appreciate it. And the, the information he gave was spectacular. I really like hearing sort of these inside stories. And we've been lucky uh, with the last few with a lot of great information. Yeah, we um, Stuff we just too much. And, and which, don't get us wrong, if you're listening and you're going to send us information, we love it. Yeah, so. it's just great to be able to pare it down rather than yes. trying to find something. Yes. So, and how much uh, beer do they produce oh, annually? Uh, the brewery itself, uh, it produces uh, 20,000 barrels a year. They employ around 30 employees. Uh, if you're ever down there in South Austin, uh, the tap room, uh, there's a tap room at the brewery. Um, it's expanded. Like I was saying, they actually bought the entire building a few years ago and have expanded it all. It's all part of the brewery. Right. Uh, there's no restaurant, but they do have food trucks, which I love. I do too. And, um, it makes it very, very convenient. And a lot of times, you know, they give you options too, yes. which is nice. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us, uh, they have a lot of great beers. Why don't you tell us about the uh, year-round beers? Absolutely. Tuck, the, the two, let's start out with the two they recommended we review. And so we're not going to say too much about these first two because we'll be getting to them very shortly. The first is Stash IPA that uh, Nick said that was their top seller. And the second year-round beer they produce uh, is Native Texan. It's, it's a Pilsner. Like I said, we'll be reviewing that as well in just a few moments. Uh, number three on their list is uh, Austin Amber, which is an old school brew pub amber ale. I had actually one of those yesterday and uh, it was quite nice. It, uh, I, it, it paired well with my dinner. Uh, I had it with Cincinnati chili. It worked. Uh, it wasn't... It wasn't outstanding, but it wasn't a letdown either. It was, it was, it was solid. That's uh, I, uh, I, I want to try it. Uh, not with Cincinnati chili. I find that an abomination. But that's a different podcast. Uh, what else do they have? They also have Convict Hill Oatmeal Stout. 
I looked for that the other night. Uh, I dr actually drove to a couple of places. I was just in the mood for a good uh, stout, and I was like, "Oh, I, I want to try it." I could not find it. Uh, it was Love out. Love the name. Love the name. I did too. I and I find out more about. I looked up a little, and I couldn't find anything. I do want to say everywhere I went had it, but it was out. Well, so that's a good yes. Yeah, so it wasn't like it's hard to find, right? Uh, what, what else do they have? Power and Light Session IPA. Which I've, have you tried that? I have. I have. I got. Uh, I actually got some for my father-in-law, and then was like, "Oh, I'm going to try that too." Uh, I really liked it. It's a good IPA. Did your uh, father-in-law end up getting any? He did. Okay. He did. He got a few, and then they have one more. And Nick was gracious enough to share this with us. They have a beer coming out this June. That will be a year-round beer. It's called Pure Stoke IPA. It's a hazy IPA. So not your kind of IPA. Probably not. Tuck, tell us about their seasonal. Okay. And rotating beers. Uh, yes. Uh, their first rotating beer is one called High Boy. It's a double IPA. And Nick was nice enough to not only tell us what they're currently doing, but also what's going to be coming up. Uh, so uh, really, all of them are exciting. The uh, High Boys, what they do is each one features... Each rotating one features a different hops or combination of hops. So uh, the one that they're currently doing is an Eldorado hops. And then upcoming is they're going to call it High Boy Space Case. And all the hops are uh, space themed, not themed, but space named. Uh, so there is a hops. Well, yes, but I don't want to say like they made these hops. Right. To be space. So what are the hops? Uh, Apollo, Comet, and Galaxy. Nice. Uh, I, yes, I definitely would try that. Uh, the other rotating one that they have is Redbird, Redbud, Redbud, uh, Berliner Weiss. I actually have one of those in the in the garage fridge too. Very much looking forward to trying it. Haven't tried it yet. Uh, I'm intrigued by this, and I'm going to start looking for these. It's a rotating fruit or cocktail-inspired vice, and that sounds good. Red Bud. Red Bud. Red Bud. I apologize. Uh, currently, um, it's a blueberry... Akai. Akai lime. I've never said that word correctly. Chalk that up as a success. Yes. You have now. And, well, technically you said it and I just copied. Um, and upcoming is one I'm really excited about. It's the Paloma-inspired Red Bud, which I love Palomas. It's one of my favorite cocktails. Uh, I cannot wait to try try this. And uh, their last one is a seasonal. Uh, they have just have a rotating every season, a different one. Currently, it's Cowboys from Hellas, which I love that name. That is, that is pretty awesome. All right. Uh... Let's get to their, the artwork of the cans, because they're fairly distinct. I don't know how much you've seen in the store, but uh, tell us, Tuck, about their artwork, uh, their, their designers. What, what's, what do they have going on for them down at Independence Brewing Company? Um, Nick said they use three different designers, uh, Lauren Dickens, Keith Davis Young, and Drew Lakin. And he said they, they just do a phenomenal job. I have seen him. I love their artwork. Uh, he said his personal favorite right now right. is Pure Stoke. So I'm excited about seeing what it's going to look like right. when it comes out. Because that is the one that's coming out in June. And how about the names? How, how do they name their beers? Well, the first thing is he he said something that I've always been curious about. It's very hard to name some of them. You know, that was interesting. He, he brought out that uh, just with the number of craft breweries around the U.S. today, it's just exploded. Almost exponentially, it seems like, in the last, what, 10, 20, 25 years. And so it's he kind of really got into explaining that it's become 
difficult to name a beer that hasn't been used before. Yes, and 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 I can see that. And sometimes when I type it into my beer finder, right. I'll see that there's like four or five different ones starting out. That's a similar. Yeah. Yes, um, but they try to name them after uh, Austin or Texas places, so they try to keep it local. His favorite name is Native Texan, which is the one we're reviewing today. We'll be getting to shortly. And uh, lastly, how about? Uh, what kind of awards has Independence Brewing won? Independence has won awards at both the Great American Beer Festival and the World Beer Cup, which is very impressive. Absolutely. Those, I mean, those, those, those are the are big the ones. Yeah. Those are the big two. So, great job, Independence. Let's, uh, Let's review try yes. some beer. Let's review Native Texan. We just tried Native Texan. It... Uh, Talk, first of all, what style of, of a beer is Native Texan? This is a Pilsner. Uh, Pilsner is very common. We haven't reviewed one, though, yet. We have, have we? not. Well, I I would believe Lone, Lone Star, Star is yeah. technically a Pilsner. That's right. Um, a lot of American beers are Pilsners. Uh, but uh, Pilsner, it just means that originally it comes from the Bohemian area of Pilsen. Okay. Um, in Germany or Czech Republic, we kind of didn't look it up, but... It's down in that area. I think it's the Czech Republic today, but, but you know. Since we're not doing a geography podcast. Years ago, yes. No. Um, the ABV for uh, Native Texan is 5.2, and the IBU is 36, which, uh, you know, are interesting numbers, I think, in the sense of what a lot of people don't really recognize about a good Pilsner is, is true of Native Texan. That uh, it's smooth, it's easy to drink, and yet there's a little bitterness there. Yes. And uh, it's it's brought on by a number of reasons. Uh, Tuck, you want to tell us about the hops and the yeast that sure. are used? Um, the, the hops are Saz, S-A-A-Z, and then, and this is the best part about teaching two doors down from the German teacher, Hallertar Mittelfruh is how you say it, or as an American... Hollertoner Mittelfru is um, how you say it. That's the other hops. Uh, I apologize for any people who speak German um, and also to the German teacher down the hall who spent a good 10 minutes working with me on how to say that. Um, the yeast is an Augustiner lager and the malt is just a Pilsner malt. Um, one of the things I liked on their website. Yeah, this was good. They have food pairings. So since I'm classy now, because I've done a food pairing in the last month, um, I did add some. Now, this is not all of them, especially with Native Texan. It was a long list. Uh, brisket, fajitas, uh, chicken fried steak, which uh, that one really sounded good. Whataburger and beaver nuggets from Bucky's uh, were all ones that would pair great with this beer and i kind of agree with all of them i really kind of want a chicken fried steak right now mm, um that does sound good yes but uh before we get into the taste and everything let's talk about the can let's talk about how it looks so what did you think well describe the can first before we get into or do you need me no i i, I, okay. I got it the, the can is exceptional the can is the uh lone star flag it is the flag of Texas. And then on the, uh, so you have the blue field to the left with the star. 
It has Independence Brewing at the top. It's labeled that it's a Pilsner down low. But then on the red and white, so on the white, let's start with that, is uh, in blue, just very prominently, it uh, says native. And then on the red field, it says Texan. And it repeats that it's Independence Brewing Company, and, it, and once again, that it's a Pilsner. But there's a couple subtle things about the can that are really, really nice. Number one, there's a uh, sort of a subtle silver um, star with flames coming from it right at the top of the can. Very, very beautiful. And then probably the thing I like best, other than the flag, it uh, has this little uh, circular seal that says, Go Texan. In other words, let's, let's all be drinking Texas beers. Which we should, since, you know, keeps us doing our podcast. It does. Uh, what do you think of the can? I mean, I know you said you liked it. Anything else you want to add before I start? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, I love this can. It is simple, it is. but it is so eye-catching. Um, I've had this before, and the reason I did was simply for the can. I saw it, and I was like, that sounds good. Um, it it caught my eye. The, it was the, re- the white and red. Saw it, and uh, I was like, I'm going to get that. Yeah, the Texas flag, it stands out. When it's on the shelf, it's the same reason why, Tuck, that, uh, yeah, several years ago, I I purchased Native Texan as well. I had to try it. I had to give it a shot just because of the the beautiful can. Yes. I'm going to give it for points. Uh, First of all, we each get five points that we can award to a beer for the way the label looks. And I'm giving it a five. Uh, considering the fact that we both bought it without ever having had it anywhere to uh, just because of the can, I think that, I think that gets a five. Fun. And again, simple, but good, like eye-catching. Right, right. For it, being three colors. Yeah, it's very clean. Yeah. There aren't you know any amazing pattern to it or anything like that. It's just very simple, very distinct. And for that same reason... I would give a five. I mean, it just has to be a five. It is, it is iconic. It is a beautiful look. Yes. How about uh, Tuck? The look of Native Texan in the glass right after the pour. How did it look in the glass? Well, first of all, it had a uh, a lot of foam, right? Uh, which it did go down quickly. Uh, I do like that. It looked it looked great in the glass. It's not. A completely see-through, clear beer. It is very clear. It is. But and it's very light. There is definite... I don't want to say haze, but there's... You can see there's there's ingredients in there. There's, there's a little more than just water and cheap grains. You know, as you said when we first poured it, this is not, this is not Budweiser. No. And, and I would readily agree. The look after the pour... There's a lot going on from the uh, the head of the phone. There was a lot, and you're right; it did go down fairly quickly. But it is slightly hazy. It's 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 a little opaque. Uh, it's uh, it's very light, but it's still a very pleasant color for a beer. It's an inviting color to me for yes. a beer that uh, you see that you're not intimidated. 
You're you're eager to try it. I, I would say it looks to me like one, and and we'll get to to if it is with the taste. But it looks to me like one. If I'm having a big, I get chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes, that whole thing. That would be well because it doesn't look like it's going to be super filling. Right. Where I can't also enjoy the food. Um, I'm going to give it uh, a four. Uh, the only reason I'm not giving it a five, one of the things we also look for, there's almost no smell, uh, no real odor. Uh, I kind of like a little bit of uh, of beer. Um, if anything, that's the the best part of a Budweiser to me is, is I know that sounds weird and most people hate the smell, but I, I kind of like it maybe because I'm a child of the seventies and that's what everyone was drinking. But it's uh, on you. yes, but uh, I wanted a little bit of, of a, a, a beer smell. Okay. For lack of a better term. What about you? What uh, what are you awarding it? This pains me, Tuck, as it frequently does, but I, I, I'm right there with you. I give it a four. It's I would like the one thing that I would say that stands out to me, other than you're right, there was no distinct aroma. I'd like it to be a little darker. Now, obviously, this is a Pilsner. This is what a Pilsner ought to be. I'm just saying I like beers a little bit more of an amber color and so it's i'm to be a five it basically has to be something it's not yes but that's i'm sorry that's just that's where i'm at i understand all right taste what did you think about the uh, taste of native text now we both have tried it before uh for me it was several years ago how long ago was it that you uh, i want to say it was uh over a year i think it's been for, I want to say I tried it right before my son was born, and he's turning five in a couple of weeks, so okay. probably about five years. I've had it since then. Okay. Um, I've had it on tap. Uh, I cannot remember where for the life of me. It was a pizza place. They had it, and I was like, I liked it. Let me get that one. How did it pair with pizza? Uh, it call? paired great. Okay. Uh, it, it, I'm, I'm going to, spoiler alert, it, it goes well with foods, especially heavier foods, because it's not heavy. It doesn't take yes. anything away. From the food. Now, taste-wise, it it was good. I'd like a little more taste. It does not linger. It does not linger. Um, it is truly what we refer to as a lawnmower beer, uh, meaning if I'm mowing the lawn, I could drink a bunch of these without having to stop mowing. It, it won't weigh you down. It won't fill you up. But I liked a little more. But the taste itself, much better than a just an American Pilsner. Right. It had flavor. I just it wanted did. more of that flavor. You know, it's it's almost every time it gets me that these quality craft Pilsners, there's more flavor than you expect at first. Yes. I think we've become deadened to just uh, the Budweiser's, Miller's of the world that are just so... At this point, undrinkable. Yep. That here's a Pilsner that has a little bit more. And it's subtle. It it, it doesn't linger. But it was very, very good. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit bitter at the beginning. But it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't hang around. It doesn't last on your palate. And so I, I, I liked it. But I'm with you that uh, I'm looking for a little bit bigger probably. Um, and so, Tuck, uh, how many points? Well, I hear it's out of 10. It is out of 10. Not five. But out of 10 points, what would you give the taste of Native Texan? I'm going to give it a six. It's good. The initial drink 
it's it's more you you kind of you're expecting an american style beer and you get this bitter punch of flavor and then it, it's gone i just wanted a little bit more it's it's better than a lot of beers that i've had but i i like i said i just wanted a little more what about you you know i, I just need to be different It's a good solid beer. Yes. It's not something. It's not something I'm going to run to the uh, store and go buy some more. It, it's been several years. It's not that I, I wouldn't buy it again, but it's also something that I'm not upon being fresh on my mind that I'm not going to run to and 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 get immediately. And, and so, in a couple of years, I'll, I'll drink Native Texan again. Yes. And I'll still be uh, reasonably satisfied. But that's kind of where it is. It, it's a five for me. Okay. It's it's good. It's certainly something I like. But it's not exceptional. I, I do want to say this. If I'm having a heavy meal, like out, I'm going to see if they have this on tap. Okay. Because that's, I think uh, barbecue, fair. anything like that, this this would be... Re- it's, it's refreshing. It is. Um... Honestly, if I have people over for a barbecue, which of course you would be invited, thank you. Um, this is one I would get a, a twelve pack, a case of, just because I think everyone would like it. That's a, that's a fair assessment too. This one, this beer, native Texan for a large gathering. I think you're not going to find that many people that are. Uh, no, no, not that. Then I think beer uh, for like beer snobs, right, would like this. I mean, I don't think it would be, like you were saying, one they would run out and get. But I think if you're having a barbecue, a cookout, people are just going to be like, that's a good beer. I like it. And what is that? Oh, it's Native Texan from Independence. You should check them out. But Uh, like my wife, who likes, tends to be more of a lawnmower beer type of, uh, you know, that's that's her wheelhouse. This this would work for her. And yet it would be, Mm -hmm. no, this isn't just, this isn't just, you know, something standard. This is pretty good. Yes. Now, yeah, no, it's a six. Okay. Uh, finally, is it a Texas beer? Oh my gosh. We can only give it five points. Tuck, I'm going to preempt you here. If this isn't a five, I don't know what is. No, this is it. This is the five. Yes. It, it, it can't be anything else. It's Between the name, but more importantly, the can and everything about it. It, it feels like, it almost feels like Native Texan was made, you know, for us. Yes. For yes. beer in the heart of Texas. And um, even the pairings of the food oh, exactly. are, are Texas foods and Texas companies. It, it is a five. Um, if I could give it more. It would be. It, it would. Uh, honestly, if we did it out of 10, it would be a 10. This is the Texas beer I will compare all Texas beers to. So. Exactly. Our second beer for Independence Brewing Company is Stash IPA. Which they describe as dank and resinous, and they describe it correctly. Uh, why don't you give us the a little bit of a description of it, or a, what it is, IBB, or AB, ABV and IBUs, all of that good stuff. Thank you, Tech. It is an American IPA. Let's start there. Its ABV is 7.5%. The IBU is 94 
Yes, it is. 94. Yes. Talk, tell us about the hops and the malt and all of that uh, all right. interesting element that I know you love. I do. They use six different kinds of hops. And I've tried some of these, but there's actually one I have not had before. Um, and I'm very curious about it. Uh, they, it's Citra, Cascade, Centennial, Columbus, Simcoe, and Amarillo. I've never had Amarillo, and I'm very curious about it if it's if it's a new type of of hops but uh i'm definitely gonna do some research uh because it, that, yeah if you're a friend of the podcast you've heard us refer to most of those before yes but yeah amarillo i'm not familiar with i don't think we've ever seen one of those I, and columbus too I i've have we've not talked about it but i've had beer with columbus hops in it okay um amarillo i don't think i've ever had a beer with it as far as i know uh which which makes me think i need to do some research and i need to do some more craft beer drinking around amarillo um the malts are american two row english pale munich crystal and flaked barley and the yeast is american ale the food pairings. This is interesting. Um, these from the websites, and again, they had a lot of food pairings, but these are the ones that kind of stood out: Indian curries, any kind of Thai food, which both of those, yes, definitely. And this one, I've never thought of. I can't imagine. I'm trying to. It's it's one of my favorites: key lime pie. I'm just trying to work with that, and and I'm having difficulty. I am too, but it's a difficulty of why do I not have key lime pie right now? Because it, it this time of year, especially May, it, it's it's that time. I want Mexican food, key lime pie, and Tuck. I don't know what you're talking about. Key lime is uh, more August. August. It's any time. Let's be. I made well, one for Thanksgiving that did not go over well with my family, so I just <laughs> ate it all. I'm fine with that. So. So Thanksgiving it is. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Um, what do you think of the can? Why don't you describe the can for us? Uh, here, I'll hand the can to you. Thank you, Doug. The can is uh, somewhat distinct for Independence Brewing Company. It uh, prominently says Stash IPA. And right above that, there are three, um, three cloves of hops that are very prominent. The one thing uh, that became evident to, to me too, as I was looking the other day for Independence Brewing Companies, they beers they have uh, the logo. It's an eye with a star in the middle that uh, has just the the rays shooting out. Um, it's right above the hops, but it's a black can that has purple and greens and yellows. You, it kind of looks like uh, you described it as a Mardi Gras looking can. And it does. It does. It yes. looks a, and a little bit like Mardi Gras. I do also want to thank you for pointing out that their logo was an eye. Um, I don't always catch things like that. And when I say I don't always, I mean I almost never do. And that is appreciated because now I see it and I love it. The one thing, too, that I, just about the can that I know you'll appreciate. Right above, and this is uh, between where it says uh, Stash IPA on each side of the can... It has going, uh, what, uh, vertically from the bottom to the top, it says Independence, obviously the name of the brewery. But right above that, it says Independent Thinkers and Drinkers. I like that. I thought you would. Yes. I thought you would. 
So, uh, in terms of sight and label, Tuck, uh, how many points out of five would you award the can? Looking at it, I like it. Uh, I like their little slogan, an enlightening hop trip. Uh, <laughs> right, That's right below the Stash IPA. Um, I'm giving it a four. It It is almost completely eye-catching. Um, I just, I want to say that the only thing... It does look a little bit similar, not not in any way copying the color scheme and all of that. It does look similar to a couple of the uh, Mardi Gras beers that come out around Mardi Gras. Um, so what's that? Ten months out of the year, you could totally tell what this is. Two months out of the year, you might have to look a little harder. But I do like it. Um, they certainly let you know up front that this is going to have a lot of hops. But a, a four for me. Going with a four. Okay. What about you? Tuck, I would give the can a three. Really? I'm not as much of a fan. I think, just in recollection, looking for Stash IPA at the liquor store, it was not the easiest can to find. And so... It doesn't stand out. Certainly, as you're well aware of, those hops. Kind of scary. Um, or, in another way, they're not at all. It tells you what you're getting, and you're happy. I will say, maybe it's... Uh, and it. We should have done it first for the can. The, the native Texan is so eye-catching. And it's going to be near it. Because they're going to group it near the independents together, it you kind of get your eye caught on that that native Texan, right? right. Um, Unless you go to uh, well, where I happened to go the other day, which was uh, Total Wine and Liquor, and they're doing something um, brand new with their beers. They're grouping them by type of beer rather than by okay. brewery, and so I'm looking for the IPAs. And and Stash just did not stand out. I'm gonna have to go and check that out, and uh, see if it catches my eye. Because I'm yeah I'm I'm with you. Normally, most uh, locations they organize them by yeah by brewery, and so all the independent beers would be together. This wasn't so. This is brand new. This has been done in the last few months, and this was the first time I guess the first time I've been there since. They uh, were redesigning the uh, beer section, and, and they had told me they were going to do this, and, and sure enough, it's been done, and yeah, it was, it was kind of nice. I kind of liked it, but it wasn't helpful for a stash IPA. Okay, and okay. And so maybe three is a generous number. I don't know. Let's, I'll stick with three, but... Uh, there's some design elements on there, I think. I think, in my opinion, make it better than a three. But we're to each throw. But let's get on to how did it look in the glass? I'll start out. Tuck, uh, the look in the glass, you know, the, the pour, following the pour, there was a generous amount of hot, or, or, uh, I'm sorry, of foam that, uh, but it was appropriate. Yes. It was appropriate for an IPA. The aroma, and as much as uh, you you scoff at my questionable decisions about IPAs, I do like the aroma of IPA of an IPA. I okay. always have. The aroma is is a wonderful thing. This had it. 
this uh, smelled very, very good. You clearly distinguish the hops, that there is a lot going on with the hops. Uh, and so that had, it had, it, you know, that benefits going for it. Um, in terms of its opaqueness, I would describe it as a, a very, very light amber color that was slightly opaque. You could see through it, kind of, but uh, it was not terribly hazy. No, no, no. It was certainly not a hazy IPA. We'll do one of those soon, so you'll know. <laughs> and I'm very excited about that. That so sounded many, really threatening. I'm sorry about that. Um, so how many points would you give uh, the look in glass for Stash IPA? I'm going to say this. I love the look of it. I love the smell of it. And what I liked, we liked about the smell, I smelled more than hops. I smelled a little bit of the... I, it, it, you can tell there's a lot going on with this beer. It's more than just sometimes it's not an overly hopped. Let's just see how much hops we can get in there. Everything going on with it, smell, look, foam, I'm giving it a five. It's really, it kind of sets my standard for an IPA. Okay. I, I, I liked the color. I like the smell. I like it when you can, you don't just get nothing but hops. And you could tell there were different hops. You could, you could taste, or not taste, but smell a subtleness of this is a little bit different. Here's a different one. And it, it kind of changed um, I'll get more into that uh, when we get to the taste. Right, right. But yes, I give it a five. Okay. I'm kind of with you, Tuck. I, I liked it. Uh, the look in the glass, it's it's great. Um, once again, I'm always going to favor a little bit darker. But, you know, I, I'm working with that. I'm working through that. I give it a four. Okay. The smell, the aroma, like you said, it was complex. There was a lot going on. It was beautiful. It was wonderful to smell. It was wonderful to look at. It made me certainly want to try it. Okay. Certainly not in any way afraid of either one. Nor should you ever be afraid of an IPA. Thank you. How about its taste? I loved its taste. Um, it was it was it was a IPA. One of the things, even though I love IPAs, one of the things I don't actually like is when they overhop it just to overhop it. And they didn't do this. Yes, they used six different kinds of hops, but those six worked so well together. And every time I've taken a sip, and I'll tell you, I've finished mine off. Every time I've taken a sip, it's been a different hoppy flavor that I've enjoyed. And you can taste a little bit of malt. You taste a little bit of everything. And it's a well-made beer. And here's... What's crazy, it's better what I was eating. We have a little bar mix. Right. When I ate, what I drank, and then when I still had that aftertaste, I, I threw a little bit of uh, peanuts, sesame sticks, whatever in my mouth. It got even better. So I don't know how we're going to do this as far as points go. It's worth 10 points. I'm giving it a 7 alone, but an 8 with food. So I'm giving it an 8 because... I, in case you're wondering what I look like, if you're thinking big fat bearded guy, you are 100% correct. I'm a big fat bearded guy and I'm going to be drinking with food almost 99% of the time. So I give it an eight because you know what? This is one, even with a big meal, it wasn't, it's not sitting heavy. 
it's sometimes you get those IPAs, the taste is overpowering anything else that goes in. You're just like, well, I just taste hops. This had a great, great flavor. And it, it mixed well. Uh, what about you, uh, Mr. You, you're afraid of IPAs? Well, I am. I am. And uh, I readily admit that. Uh, you certainly have pointed that out. No, I conti- will continue. Thank you. You know, I've just in looking back, we've reviewed a number of IPAs at this point, which I, I think well, you, you, might, you might be uh, plotting against me at this point. They're just so popular with everybody. I think we're just getting a lot of them. I got you. I got you. You know, tasting Stash IPA was not necessarily what I expected, especially when you look at the ABV, 7.5, okay, well, that's nothing special. That's that's right there where you'd expect it to be. But the IBU of 94, 94 makes my my heart pause. Take pause. And uh, just, am I going to like this? What am I going to think? And I'll tell you what, Stash IPA exceeded expectations. And... You said something that really stuck out to me because I felt the same way. And and I think I said this before we we started recording that uh, as I tasted it the first time, I tasted it again the second time. I had a little bit bit of the bar mix in between. It had different notes. Yes. I'm tasting different elements of the beer. Now, whether that's, I think that's both the malts, the different elements of the hops, it changed. Not not to the point where you're drinking a different beer. I'm not trying to say that. But it was very complex. It was very well put together. And it was enjoyable to drink. And especially when you pair it with food, it doesn't overly linger. I agree. And, and, and let me ask you this. And I've never done this before. Is this one you would recommend to someone who may not... Be a f- not necessarily as afraid of IPAs. You're not that afraid of them. But would you recommend this to someone as one like, hey, you might like this? Hmm. Because I know a lot of my friends that like a lot of IPA ones. I'm going to recommend this one. Yeah, because that's a, that's a fair question. It's got really interesting, like you're saying, each time you take a drink, it's a little bit different, but not too much. And it's got great hop flavor. Would you recommend it to someone? I think I would characterize it this way. If you're interested in drinking IPAs. Okay. And you're willing to go out on a limb on one that you haven't. This is one you should try. Okay. Now, for my wife? No. No. I mean, there's no point. Yeah. We know beforehand she's not going to enjoy it. My wife loves IPAs. This is one I think I may stop and and get some because I think she would love this one. Because she's always like, what do you have in the fridge that's hoppy? And I'm like, I don't know. Just the ones that say IPA. I don't, like, I've tried so many. Right. But yes, no, this is one I definitely uh, think she would love. And I think, you know, it would, of all of the IPAs we've tried, and I don't know how this will compare score-wise, and really doesn't matter. In a sense, this IPA is is worth trying. You know, we had our good friend that just tried the Daddy's Juice Box. 
this is every bit as good as or better. Oh, I agree. Than Daddy's Juice Box, and and believe me, Daddy's Juice Box is worth drinking. Yes. This is too. Yes. Uh, Mosaic is still going to be my favorite, but that's one of my favorite beers. It's my favorite, one of my favorite IPAs. But this is right there with it as far as the, the taste and the changes and the interest. I, I want to get more just honestly to try it more and see what's what's going to happen and, and pair it. I, I almost think... Yeah, this is going to move way up there as far as IPAs go for me because it's not overly right. hopped. And so you said how many points is this worth? I'm saying eight. And I'm that? I'm right there. Give it a nine. Give it a nine. Oh, we're... Uh, yes. As, as we're I think about it, um, that hazy glow of reminiscence of ten minutes ago <laughs> um, is... Yes, but no, it's a, it's a nine because uh, yeah, it the way it changes, I and, and it sounds like it changes a lot. It doesn't, but it's just subtle enough. It's just it's, hey, it's a little bit yes, and and you never the hops never overpower everything else. It's just a drinkable beer. Okay, you know for for the sake of the audience, let me just add one subtle thing. I finished my stash IPA. That is a big deal. I did not finish the native Texan. Came well, close. You, you gave some to your wife. I you, did. You, I wanted her to taste you it. You told her I want you to taste it. But um But this is a good IPA. This is yes. I gave it a seven. Yes. And I also would point out your wife said, do not no. Like when you were like, Do you want to try this one? <laughs> She's like, No IPAs for her. My wife, on the other hand, I'll be getting a six pack soon. Okay. If not tonight. All right. Uh Honestly, last thing. How about is this a Texas beer? It's okay, Tuck. I just, oh, this was my idea to put this in here. And um, there's... Yes, it was. I'm going to give it a two. Um, Independence Brewing, the star. Uh, there's not a lot that says Texas. Uh, their native Texan does make up for it. Uh, but yes, there's not a lot of Texas on this can and in this beer. What about you, Jim? I agree. It... Uh... The from the look of the can to just being an IPA, there's absolutely nothing other than the itty bitty star in the center of the eye for their independence logo that suggests Texas. This is a one. I, I'm sorry. There's just nothing about it that uh, says this is this is a Texas beer. Uh, that's not to say it's. It's an Austin beer. I'm not saying that. I'm no. just, this is a high quality beer, but it doesn't shout out, this is Texas. Yes. And so that's not a, a knock on it. No. Um, as much as it's, just a, this is a little different. It always kills me when I love the taste of a beer, everything right. about it. And then, but hey, it's a great beer. Check it out. All right, Tuck, to, to close out, let's uh, just have a brief rundown. All right. Of the scores that we awarded these two beers, uh, Native Texan. Um, Native Texan ended up with, uh, I awarded it 19 points, you awarded it 20, so a grand total of 39. Which puts it... Kind of smack dab in the middle. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a solid, and that's kind of what it is. It's a solid beer. Yes. Is it exceptional? No. 
Is it a great go-to for a wide audience? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. And then for Stash IPA. And and I feel a little bad about this. I feel terrible. Because the score does not really indicate how good of a beer this is. And and let me just add one last thing. In terms of taste, and, and hopefully you would agree with me, that's all that really, really matters yes. at the end of the day. 16 out of 20. That's this great. is a solid yes. IPA. That's, that's what there was some of our... Very best. Yes. Yes. That we've tried. And so... I awarded Stash IPA a 15. You gave uh, Stash IPA a 20. And so it ended up with 35 points. Which it... Oh, it makes that, me a little sad. It makes me more than a little sad. That that beer... It, ignore our ranking. <laughs> Go out and get some. Try it. Tell us what you think. Because this is something... It's other than it's not... A Texas beer. Yeah, that hurt it a lot. It, that did. And that's happened before. But this is one. Man, I put it right up there. Uh, as far as the IPAs we've done, this, this one, IPA. this one's it, better than some of them. So I don't want to say which ones because we love all of our beers as much as we love our children. Maybe slightly less from the look I'm getting from Jim. <laughs> Plus his daughter's <laughs> looking at us through the window. Um <laughs> Yes, you're you're awesome. Um, so no, uh, I, this is a great beer. You should try it. Ignore our rankings on this one. Yeah, it, it was really it was it exceeded expectations. I'm glad it 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 met my expectations of an IPA and uh, kind of changed what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, as far as like what I what I'm wanting it to do now because this one did a lot. So I agree. I agree. Thank you again for listening to Beer in the Heart of Texas. And before we go, we'd like to thank a couple of people. First of all, Jeff Blankenship for creating the music heard in the podcast, and friend of the podcast, Michael Vick, for helping us with all the technical support and advice. And let's not forget, we need to support our local breweries. And please tip your bartenders well, for they're doing the Lord's work. (laughs) 